Today on the Shrewd Dudes Podcast, we are going to cover some great stories. We're going to cover a story from Kelowna Now, a great parody piece from a very close friend of mine. Uh, we're also going to talk about the uh, Whoopi Goldberg and how she basically said the dumbest thing ever. And we're going to talk about how crazy that was. <laughs> we're also going to talk about Spotify. Apparently, they caved to the mob and uh, we disagree with their decision. We think you will too. Finally, we're going to do a great little... little uh, overhead um coverage of the what happened at the uh protest this weekend the freedom convoy was it racist as our wonderful uh pre premier you know premier blackface said or blackface was it uh <laughs> or was it just full of lies and was it actually a good thing we will cover all that today on the shrewd boots podcast heck yeah Welcome to another Welcome Tuesday back. news day. Back long to weekend. a regular kind of show. It was well, uh, we both had a long weekend because of the yeah. weather. Yes, that's we what did. happens yes, when you did. work outside. That's right. But I decided to uh I decided to go for a full Tim Tim Pool look today. Let's go with Tim <laughs> Pool with the uh toque and like the headphones and all I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Get that beanie rocking. Get the beanie God, rocking. Guess Got to start get his whole schnarky. <laughs> yeah. And then you see what he that? looks like underneath the beanie. It's just like, I know why you wear the like, I know why you wear the beanie. Dead? He no, has like crazy bad. advanced male pattern baldness. Oh, he's like back to like back here. Wow. Like almost the back of his head. And I'm yeah. like, just shave it, dude. Just shave it. <laughs> yeah. I could see why he does that. He's got to go full Bruce Willis. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. Mm -hmm. But we but, can respect um, him for the quality of his content because it's we, yeah, usually we can. quite good, and the quality of his guests, which he brings on. That's right. Because they have very interesting conversations, most mm -hmm. of which are not a okay on YouTube. No, but uh, I will say this: my hair looks fabulous underneath my my beanie, so I'm good. Yeah. All right, Full head. <laughs> pretty happy. Full head, baby. Full head of hair. Lots of guys are jealous of me. They're like, "How are you like in your forties and you have amazing hair?" I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, Jeans. sorry about that. I'm a <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like my. How are you, Stephen? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, yeah, as I said, we have had several days off, so that's been relatively nice. Did you enjoy the freedom this weekend? The freedom craziness. Yeah, I, I was. I was enjoying like trying to frantically find any coverage. As mm -hmm. I was saying earlier, like I was trying to watch like global news, which was my first mistake. But yeah, their coverage was shameful, as expected. Oh, so terrible! And yeah, when I watched their coverage, I'm like, "Oh, it looks really small." And then I watched like a different angle, and I'm like, "The Ooh. actual coverage." Oh damn! Yeah, actually, I found out this weekend that uh, from talking to my my sister, apparently my nephew has joined our side uh, to mm. a point because he's like, "These these like media people are complete liars," and we're like, "Yes, yes, he got it." <laughs> He got it! One of us! One of us! One of us! Come <laughs> so, to the freedom side. We have truckers. Join us. Come, you know, snuggle in our bosom. It's very comforting. <laughs> but it's just funny. It's it's like, it was so, this is how obvious it was. And I'm glad that we're going to talk about it today. But the media and True Dope and everyone else, they just made complete and total fools of themselves. They did. And it was glorious. Absolutely glorious. Terrific. 
That's great. So, but yeah, let's let's start with let's just this story. go into the Kelowna now thing because that's, been, that's so, a so, good transition for that. Yeah, you open this, up this, and then I'll read it. So, this was sent to me by my sister. Uh, it was great. Uh, apparently, a friend of hers um, shared this, and it's amazing, amazing satire piece. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that you and a lot of people try to do this, but they don't do very well. This guy really nailed it. So, yep. yeah, go ahead, Steven. I'm just looking at these like temperatures for Kelowna, and I'm just like. Uh, That'd be nice. Jealous. Yeah, so, your voice. Thanks to Bonnie Henry, I'm a new man. Oh, thank God, I heard the light. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, they have the letters to the editor published by Colonel Now reflect only the opinions of the readers who submitted and cannot be necessarily the opinions <laughs> of Colonel Now or its staff. <laughs> it's yeah. like, we're not responsible, whatever is said here. Yeah. Just, you know. Oh, it's it's like when I send letters in to like the Calgary Sun or the Calgary Herald, and every single time they critique me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember the last time I sent a letter in. I sent a letter into the Heralds, and I'm like, you're disingenuous reporting on what happened. Like, it was back when um, Pastor Archer had just been released from jail, and there yeah. was a rally at his church, and there was, like, a small group of, like, three people who were screaming at him, or yeah. screaming at, like, people who were attending the protest, and the protests were like, hey, like, come over here, like, like, you can sing with us, and we'll give out hugs and all that and they're just screaming and they're the they're the people who the, Cal- the Calgary Herald focused on and they were saying that like the the rally goes were issuing threats and I'm like you weren't yeah. there and they're professional victims oh, they're they like, they, they're being mean mean yell 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 and the second somebody says or does anything that it comes even close to them feeling like oh we got it we got that, you know, the, the thing that the phrase or whatever, they run to the police and they're like, this person said this. They're like victim crying. Yeah. It, it was pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the trick is, and this is like something I've learned, and I told Stephen this, don't argue with them, videotape them. Yes. Because the only way to really expose uh, and shame insanity. them is to, is to basically broadcast their insanity yeah. and show that they're they're not they're not the, the victims here. Oh, yeah. Anyways, go ahead and read. I'm okay. just going to turn off my heater because it's really hard. Yeah. You should be ashamed to even have a heater. You're Canadian. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dr. Body Henry. Today, I'm a new man. I used to think that COVID-19 was a disease 99.7% of people recovered from. I also believed that face masks, social distancing, and random plexiglass shields couldn't stop it from getting around the population, and don't freak out, but I was even starting to think that the vaccines were largely ineffective and could maybe, possibly, even be dangerous. Crazy, right? Please forgive me. I now (laughs) realize that it was cynical and unfair to believe any pharmaceutical company might cut a corner or fudge some research just to cash in on one of the largest government paydays in human history. Yes, they have blanket immunity from all lawsuits, but I'm sure that does not stop them from standing behind every single thing they produce 100%. Anyway, I digress. I'm here to admit that I was wrong. Now, to be fair, I did arrive at these mistaken beliefs due to COVID cranks like Dr. Peter McCullough or Dr. Robert Malone (laughs) and Dr. Byron (laughs) Brindle, plus other notable alarmists. Talk about a good reason to zap free speech from social media. On top of that, I personally got a lot of lost city (laughs) charts and graphs buried in the appendixes of various reports and studies put out by the CDC and the WHO, not to mention research and trial info supplied by Pfizer, Moderna, and the rest. But who was I kidding? I'm just some guy. (laughs) You might laugh, but I even made the mistake of seeking out detail and stats from other countries. It sounds silly now. Mm. 
But I really thought that studying places like Israel, Ireland, the De- Denmark, and the UK, all 90% double vax plus boosters, might give us some hints as to where we're headed. Stupid me. Again, I was trying to understand things myself instead of just waiting for you to tell me what I needed to know. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Lockdowns. <laughs> That's like the thing from like the uh, what do you call it um, South Park. Dum 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 dum. Like from like the yeah. Mormon episode. Dum 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 dum. Lockdowns, limitations, and what businesses get to stay open or not is something for professionals like you, not uninformed mouth breathers like me. I should have known better. Listening to guy. doctors and research unapproved by the authorities just leads to filling up on misinformation. Ugh. It's kind of like that whole trucker convoy thing going on. Before, I would have thought it was just a bunch of Canadian truck drivers rolling onto Ottawa to support unity by protesting the divisive vaccine mandates and onerous border rules. Now, let's just say I'm going to wait and see what our Prime Minister and the legacy news media tell me to think before I make (laughs) any decisions. See, I'm learning. I can do what I'm told. You don't, have to, you don't even have to think about it, dude. He keeps going on for a while. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. This is so good. It's so good. good. It's good, but it would take yes. me quite a while to read through it all. It's, it's a long piece, but it's brilliant. And it is he, quite entertaining. It, it is classic satire. Yeah. Like, very tongue-in-cheek. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely recommend you read it, because I, I, I laughed quite a bit when I was going through it. Yeah. I'm like, dang! Right there! Right there! On the nose! On the nose! <laughs> yeah, on the nose. Love the it. entire thing is on the nose. Well done, Bob. Well done. Oh, yes. Well done. Wait, this is True Dudes Approved. True Dudes Approved. <laughs> Have a stamp. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Imagine if we had like some kind of graphic be like, Shrewd Approved. <laughs> True Dudes Approved. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Oh, I like it too. I like it too. Yeah. Well, that'll be... Things we can think about when we have more funds to spend on graphics. That's right. Yeah, we gotta we gotta start uh, fundraising like the truckers. Yeah. Well, we we do have to probably think about potentially having sponsors sometime. But we'll see about Patreon. that. Then we can get our own, uh, you know, uh, our own mug club. Get like our own mugs, you know, hand dash yeah. and all that. Be like, hey, what part of our? Uh, I don't know. Come up with some some kind of like you know like shrewd. Oh, you got something. You got something. No, I don't I was, know what it is, but it's going to be good. Well, this morning's Crowder episode, when they had the Boo Vox. The Boo Vox. Where they throw the guy in the locked chest and, like, throw in Vox videos. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. not the Boo Vox. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> they throw that, like, the, the gay Vox guy in there. I'm like, no! Get away. Yeah. Bold it's and good. brave. Bold and good. brave. That's right, super bro. All right, but got to stay on top of it. Yeah. Speaking of those who are not bold or brave, <laughs> not even. let's talk about Biden. <laughs> so Biden seeks Supreme Court nominee advice amid criticism <laughs> over promise to name black woman. Biden hosted the top two senators in the Senate Judiciary Committee Tuesday. Joe Biden began what he has said will be a bipartisan process to pick his Supreme Court nominee, hosting meetings of the meetings of the White House. T- on Tuesday, amid Republican criticism of his history-making move to nominate the first black woman to the bench, Biden met with Senate Judiciary Chairman Dick Durbin and the committee's top Republican Chuck Grassley on Tuesday afternoon to consult with them on the nomination and confirmation process. Vice President Kamala Harris, who Biden has said will advise him on his selection, will also be on hand for the Oval Office event. 
Mm. So it's all about advising and consenting. So this is the quote from Biden. I'm looking for a candidate with character, black, and the qualities of a judge in terms of being courteous to the folks before them and treating people with respect, black, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as well as judicial philosophy that is more one that suggests they are Enumer- that there are enumerated rights to the Constitution and all new members mean something, including the Ninth Amendment. Black woman. <laughs> yeah. I think this 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 story basically illustrates perfectly the left's obsession with diversity. And when we say diversity, we don't mean like like true diversity. We mean diversity one 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 way diversity. The idea that they have to yeah. be like, you know, like they have to be black, they have to be proper minority. Mm-hmm. They also have to be um, woke Woman. and they have to have, you know, have all the yeah. features. Well, the yeah, problem with this. That's going to be their yeah. qualification. There'll be a black woman who's sufficiently woke. Sold! So well, like it, it could be the next the next person we're going to talk about in a bit. He could nominate Whoopi. Yeah. Whoopi would be a perfect candidate for Biden's Supreme Court. A black woman and she's woke out her nuts. Oh, she's super woke. Ugh. We'll talk about that later. But, yeah. Like, this is... Yes, the GOP are right to criticize. The campaign pledged to nominate the first black woman, arguing all nominees should be considered for their qualifications. Yes, Republicans like meritocracies. Yeah. Because generally we're like, yes, if you have... If you're in alignment with the Constitution, if you have the right qualifications, that you've been a judge for such and such long and you have a good record, then you should be considered for nomination. It doesn't matter what your skin color is or what sex you are. It should Mm -hmm. matter, of course, based on your merit. But the Democrats, that doesn't matter because they do not want diversity. They want diversity in color, Mm -hmm. but they don't want diversity in opinion. Yeah, I I was thinking a lot about the, the Democrats operating... Not just Democrats, but just anybody who's on the extreme extremist left. Mm-hmm. They they basically their their solution to everything is we need to artificially um, solve what they see as uh, uh, systemic um, systemic oppression. Yeah, everything is all artificial solutions. So how do you solve the problem with people not being paid enough? Supposedly, you create an artificial yeah. uh, minimum wage. It's artificial. It's completely made up in order to artificially solve the problem. How do you solve the problems with money? You print money. That's an artificial solution to a legitimate problem. It's like, what do we do about money and all that? How do you solve for like disparity in the amount of like black people in like colleges, universities? You create an you artificial. Create, well, you create racism. You do. You create an artificial Every- system which promotes minorities who have lower grades and lower results and tend yep. to fall into the lower end of the academic spectrum and you're forcing mm-hmm. them or you're allowing them into these positions into these schools that are for typically more for the elites mm-hmm. and you're creating what was it um educational mismatch these yeah. people are le- are far more likely to drop out than those who actually earn their position yeah and it shows that um uh, I mean, at the very end of it, like here's a big thing with the Democrats, and and it's it's such a common thing to the point where I, like you see it all the time. They they they're really good at pretending. And speaking of artificial, they like to pretend that they really care about you know like the oppressed and the poor and all this yeah. kind of stuff. But all of their policies prove that in at the end of everything, they don't care about the people that they're 
supposedly helping. And and this is something that like I love. Like one of my favorite people, conservative movement is Candace Owens. Yeah. And Candace Owens has basically told people you need to get off the Democrat plantation mm-hmm. because she basically her big point that she tries to prove that the Democrats have created a system where like the black people are basically indentured servants. They're like, yeah, we like we own you. Your vote belongs to us, and you're useful yeah. to us. Do not re- say anything against our establishment. And yet, and yet nothing that they do is helping them. Yeah. Yet Donald Trump, like we always said, or a lot of us said, is that Donald Trump actually did things to help the black community legitimately. Mm-hmm. And he did more for the black community than I think any Democrat president has oh, yeah, done. Easily. In the last, couple, in the last couple decades, you know? So, yeah. yeah. But, of course, that won't stop those on the left from going even further. This is an opinion piece from someone named Sophia Nelson on USA Today. Biden is right to make a historic Supreme Court nomination. Protests about qualifications are gross. Gross. <laughs> so, criticizing Biden's promise to elect a black female support Supreme Court justice is demeaning to the countless distinguished jurists who happen to be black and female. Hmm. What yeah. about the Asian ones? What about uh-huh. the uh, the male one, male black one? What about Clarence Thomas, right? Yeah. So, according to this article... Republicans, political and media pundits, and party leaders need to stop with the utterly offensive talk that President Joe Biden is somehow choosing a black woman to take the seat of retiring Justice Stephen Breyer to fill his woke base, progressive base, or liberal base, or any kind of base. He is not. To say so is demeaning to such a crop of distinguished jurists who who happen to also be black and female. Any person nominated to the nation's high court is, of course, qualified. They have to be by mere practical reality, with the exception of only a few in history, almost all have former law review editors, successful trial or appellate attorneys, distinguished journalists, former solicitors general, and in one case, a former president, or in the case of the great Chief Justice Earl Warren, a sitting governor of California. And let me make clear that any black woman who reaches such heights has had to be twice as good and work twice as hard to get there. I know. Professional black women wrestle daily with the burdens of both race and gender. When we get none of the benefits of being male, like black men, or being white, like our white sisters, we have double negatives of race and gender. We must carefully navigate them every day, everywhere, always. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's 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 obvious how out of touch this person. Oh, it's it's so obvious. Like it's just please, it's just like don't criticize me. I'm a victim. And I'm a yeah. so I had to work twice as hard. Like it's they're there because they earned it. It's like, are they really? Mm-hmm. And it's like people and like Stephen Crowder did this as well with one of his change my minds. He asked a girl who is black, and he's like, "Do you think you got here in your marriage?" And she's like, "Yes." And he's like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Maybe." And he's like, <laughs> "Is that question gonna haunt you for the rest of your academic career?" And she's like, "Yes." He's like, that's a bad thing. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what these jurists should be thinking. And that's exactly what Kamala Harris should be thinking. Kamala yeah. Harris, we all know Kamala Harris got elected or got put into the VP position yeah. because of her race and gender. If she was not some select minority and a woman, yeah. then she would have never gotten to that position. Yeah. And, of the, course, the, getting to the positions yeah. that she had before that were... Less on her qualifications and more on her positions. She definitely, uh, she definitely moved some mountains. Yeah, or, moved uh, mountains. Possibly rocked some mountains. Yeah. If you know my... Why, why, why. <laughs> Understand the, thing is that, the common parlance. <laughs> the thing is that... Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember like uh, 
somebody was talking about um okay so they made a rule i think in like boards like you know in uh uh like there there have to be a certain number of women elected to be on a, a board of directors in like so many companies right and somebody rightly pointed out i think it may have been charlie kirk he pointed out that like okay imagine you're a woman in uh that you get hired to be on the board of directors in like a you know some big company now you have to wonder did i get did i get put here only because i'm a woman but not because i'm qualified and then everyone's gonna think oh she's just here because she she got yeah. because she got a quota not because she's qualified and yeah. that's demeaning to the woman mm-hmm. it, it doesn't earn her any respect among her peers yeah and you know like it's it, it just it creates a well, it, it creates more societal division and and it's demeaning to women yeah oh it's like so women, women and and like men are going to resent the fact that like they're getting like overlooked now here like the thing is here here let me put it this way Biden can choose whoever the crap he wants. Yeah. If he wants to pick some, like, you know, I don't know, shopkeeper or, like, you know, uh, or maid from some, like, you know, like Hacienda in, like, you know, Los Angeles, you know, do whatever you want. If you want, pick whoever you want. They still have to be qualified or voted as approved by the uh, the Senate, right? The nominate, problem here. Nominate his son's illegitimate baby. Mommy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. See, I mean, he can pick whoever the crap he wants. He still they still have to be nominated by the Senate. But here's the thing: you can you can do whatever criteria you want, but you don't say it out loud. You don't say that. Oh yeah, I'm picking entire. I'm 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 ruling out any qualified candidate. Any qualified candidate based on your skin color and your or based gender. on your or what's between your legs. Ugh. That's pretty much what he's doing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like that that like that's something you don't say out loud. Like President yeah. Trump, I I don't doubt that he picked Amy Coney Barrett, but that one of the, one of the key reasons why he chose her is because she's a woman. She's a woman. I yeah. think that there's there's a lot of other reasons mm-hmm. that made her a great candidate. I mean, and she's super that, qualified. That's so of course, probably what but pushed her over the rest. That's probably what made her a, a great. I mean, because remember, we we talked about this, Stephen. We talked about how. Um, like, you know, we, we said like, you know, like, oh yeah, he was going to choose either Amy Coney Barrett was the front runner. There was a, another lady from Florida yeah. that, uh, uh, the DeSantis wanted him to pick. Yeah. And there was some other woman as well. There were three women in contention. Yeah. So, I mean, Trump was choose was potentially choosing a woman, but like, you know, he didn't make, he didn't make that super stinking mm-hmm. like out there obvious. It just, like, it just seemed obvious from people, but like, Biden made, yeah. but Biden he said the the quiet part out loud. Yeah, he did. So we'll see what happens. We're not sure. I think this is stupid. Oh, yeah. Um, I I I personally would love to see women like you know. I, I think it's great. Like if the if the court is made all of women, that's fine. If they're made all of men, yeah. that's fine too. As long as they're the quote the most qualified yeah, candidate. As long as they got there on their merits and not simply yeah. because of their race and what's between their legs. Because that proves that you are a society that is just, not a society yeah. that is playing favorites. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Go to the times. Yeah. Go to the times. Or go it's to... It's time for the times, Stephen. Time for the times. It is time for the times. Oof, it's time for the times. Why do I... Uh, sign of the, the times, Stephen. Yeah. Well, I hope that Whoopi is not the sign of the times because, oh my gosh, the time is evil. <laughs> uh, she is so... so Whoopi Goldberg apologizes for saying Holocaust was not about race. Yeah, she didn't really apologize. On Monday's episode of The View, amid gro- came amid growing ignorance um, about the Holocaust and rising anti-Semitism. 
<coughs> Whoopi Goldberg, the comedian and actress who is also a co-host on the ABC talk show, The View, said repeatedly during an episode of the show that aired on Monday that the Holocaust was not about race, comments that came at a time of rising anti-Semitism globally. She later apologized. In the episode, Ms. Goldberg said the Holocaust was, not about, was about man's inhumanity to man and not about race. When one mm -hmm. of her co-hosts challenged that assertion, saying the Holocaust was driven by white supremacy, Ms. Goldberg says, but these are two white groups of people. She added, this is white people doing it to white people, so y'all gonna fight amongst yourselves. As she continued to speak, music came on indicating a commercial break. <laughs> there was a fierce backlash. Jewish groups said Ms. Goldberg's comments were dangerous, and the latest example of growing ignorance about the Nazi genocide during World War II, of course, <laughs> under a policy of max extermination, the Nazis killed 6 million Jews, about a third of the world's Jewish population at the time, because they believed <laughs> Jews were an inferior race. And of course, she went on Stephen Colbert and then basically walked back her apology because she's a uh -huh. moron. Yeah, I love the way that Steven Crowder like mocked her. He's oh, like, yeah. you know, he's like, you know, like even Hitler is like, you know, like, hey, you don't, you don't speak for me. He's like, I hate the race, the race of Jews. I, I, I'm inferior to the Aryan race. It's like, you know, like, no, I think that like it's not about race. It's like, do not take from me. I, I know what I'm, I, I know that there's inferior, inferior race, inferior. <laughs> and I love how he just really pointed out that like Hitler's entire rhetoric was the Jewish race, the Aryan race it was obvious that hitler was attacking or targeting the jews because he considered them inferior an inferior race of humanity mm -hmm. yeah right whether or not they were white or not he it was very much about othering yeah. people right and that's the thing i know that i know that maybe whoopi is basically it's, it's like that 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 old um criticism that like you, you look at people who are black and you're like oh, i can't tell you apart and people are oh that's so racist I'm like well i just i'm not used to seeing differences in, in a culture not familiar with but i feel like she's stuck in that same thing she's like well they're white germans and they're like white jews and like i can't see a difference so they must be the same it's like eh. yeah yeah no. so basically the problem here is that well uh, she boiled down the entire problem to she's like well it was just whites attacking whites. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> you're sip. Well, you're trying to boil it down into. Yes, they were white. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were. And there were different groups of whites. And mm -hmm. but that is not what she was trying to assert is that, of course, whites are responsible for racism. Yeah. And that's, of course, the fully woke approach is that blacks and other races and all these ideological groups are <clears throat> like. If they're not white, then they can't be racist. But if they're white, then they must be racist in some form. But uh -huh. what what she's really missing is that, well, she tried to address it a little bit. It's just like, well, it's just man's inhumanity to man. Hmm? That's like when That's called you... the oversimplification. Yeah, oh, yeah, exceptional oversimplification. Mm -hmm. It's like you need to be addressing that it doesn't matter what race you are. Mm -hmm. If you consider others to be lesser based on various other attributes, such as skin color or beliefs or whatever, then you are a degenerate. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's more it's than also, that. It it's, is more than that. Yeah, but, but like here, like, okay, I, if, you, if, you, if you know anything about Asian culture, my boss is Chinese. They're, the oh. Chinese have 
The Chinese have such a disregard and such a dislike of the Japanese and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Japs hate the Chinese. The Chinese hate the Japanese. Yeah. The Koreans like also dislike the <laughs> Japanese. Uh, the, the the people from Vietnam hate the people from Laos. The people like it, yeah. it, there's there's in massive inter, there's racism with the, with with within the same between people the group. same groups and they all like they believe that they're they're superior they're, they're superior to another mm -hmm. like group from the same race so to speak native groups think the same thing there's yeah. some native groups that think that they're superior to other native groups this yeah. is like common south america there's like entire groups of south americans that literally believe for centuries yeah. that they were superior to another group of south americans like it's it's um the the idea that that you can boil down racism to like only one race mm -hmm. is is like dangerous and 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 the racist but other races aren't that only works in north america and particularly in the us mm -hmm. you go to africa you're going to find out what real racism is over there <laughs> very quickly there are some seriously racist people out there and they hate white people with a or you passion. go to or you go to china you go to the middle east you go to the middle east these people hate whites they think that they're better than whites. They literally mm -hmm. think they're superior to whites. That the whites are the inferior race, and they literally, if they can. Mm -hmm. And so the the there's a there's a a great amount of ignorance. And this is like the thing that I remember, like uh, Paul Joseph Paul Joseph Watson. Is that his name? Yeah, I think yep. so. Uh, he he highlighted stories of like totally entitled white liberals from the West, from America, from Sweden, from places like that. That decided, oh, there's no such thing as uh, as hate, like you know, hatred. Like the world is a lovely place, and they decided to prove it by traveling through like dangerous countries, and then they got killed. Yep, they got either kidnapped, they got murdered, they got like raped, and and then killed. Like they got all sorts of horrible things, and this was not a small, uh, you know, this was a very growing trend. Yeah, and this is the problem: people in the West like have been completely brainwashed into oh, believing yeah. that. Only white people only are white people. Well, and that only white people are responsible for the entire globe's problems. Yes. It's like, no. White people are yeah. not responsible for the issues that are currently happening in the Middle East. You know who's no, largely responsible? responsible? Yeah, like all these problems. Like, there are different groups. Who's responsible mm. for the problems in Ukraine? Well, a mm. lot of it has to do with Russians who want to bring back the Soviet era. Who's responsible mm -hmm. for the problems in the Middle East? Well, a lot of them are due to do with Islamic takeover of various areas and yep. views about Christians and Jews and other societal and economic groups mm -hmm. that they want to remove from the planet. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, the, two, the, the whole Rwandan genocide, that was black people and black people. Yes, it was. One group that thought they were superior to the other group and decided to solve the problem by killing, exterminating one group. That was black Solution. on black. But it was racism mm -hmm. because they literally believed, like literally in all their wordings said, those people are like rats. Yeah. They dehumanized them and thought that they were less than human. And, and that's how they justified killing like millions of them. Mm -hmm. So Whoopi is an idiot. Oh, yeah. she, she, she really is. And, and she, what she's doing is she's doing a, a great disservice to people everywhere, making people believe. And this is something I've said to people, be very careful when you attack or, or or like go against someone that you hate because yeah. you don't want to become what they are. And this is such a common problem. Mm -hmm. Everyone has this 
you everyone's susceptible to this problem. Don't don't attack the bully if you're going to become the bully yourself. Yeah, you have to so, remain yeah. your sense of moral decency. Yay! Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Mm-mm. fortunately, Spotify did not keep its sense of moral decency when it comes to Joe Rogan. They caved. Oh, look at that! Look at that little segue, smooth as butter. I like yeah. it. Spotify <laughs> to add content advisory warnings to podcasts with COVID discussion. So that's going to definitely happen to us because we're still on Spotify a little bit. Streaming service plans to combat misinformation won't won't take on the position of being content censor. So, you know, partial loss, but still way better than other big tech platforms. No, I mean, it's like it's like uh, Rebel. Yeah. Put that little disclaimer yeah, at the beginning maybe. of the thing, like, you know, warning, you know, mm-hmm. didn't stop, didn't stop YouTube from demonetizing them because YouTube's a bunch of, of course. So in the it's aftermath cool. of Yale, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and Niels Lofgren, polls pulling their I have no idea. Pulling their music from Spotify, the streaming service announced planned Sunday to add content advisory warnings of any podcast that feature discussion about COVID-19. In a post on Spotify's For the Record, blo- Record blog, CEO Daniel Eck wrote that be- while there are plenty of individuals and views on Spotify that I disagree with strongly, it is important to me that we don't take on the position of being content censor. Eck added that Spotify has its own platform policies that dictate what is acceptable and what is not. X post does not specifically name the Joe Rogan experience, which was protested by over... That's not even true. There were like a hundred of those that were medical professionals. So, that's not true. Nor does it acknowledge the artists who have so far pulled their music off the streaming service. Yeah, because they're usually inconsequential. In the newly published platform rules, Spotify bars its contributors from content that promotes dangerous, false, or deceptive medical information that may cause offline harm or pose a direct threat to public health. Under those guidelines, that includes asserting that AIDS, COVID-19, cancer, or other serious life-threatening diseases are a hoax or not real, encouraging the consumption of bleach products to cure various illnesses and diseases, and, I love how that that's in there. It's like yeah. let's put fake news as part of mm-hmm. our fake news check. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Are promoting or suggesting the vaccines approved by local health authorities are designed to cause death? Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's... Uh, like... <laughs> by the way, I found I found out who uh, Niels uh, Lofgren, Lofgren was. Yeah. He... Uh, he was uh, a part. He was one of the instrument or one of the musicians in Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band, mm. and then he had a solo career. No one even obviously, obviously not very successful. Not well. I mean, like he's he's moderately successful in the sense that he's like kind of a minor. He had a minor solo solo career. Yeah, but it's like it's like, hey, I want to join the big boys. Like, who are you? Like, you know, who, who <laughs> like, are you? Who are you? What, 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 what are I've you doing here? pretty much okay and then of course from forbes so there was articles early on this week that were saying that spotify lost two billion dollars as a result of the joe rogan controversy (laughs) and of course this article completely debunks that so what joe rogan controversy spotify surges as expert declares stock undervalued after 10 billion dollar crash Shares of Spotify er surged Monday following a bullish analyst rating, helping to pair losses stemming from the not from the high-profile controversy around Joe Rogan, but instead shockwaves sent across the industry by Netflix's massively underwhelming growth outlook. 
Uh, Spotify sh stock jumped as much as 13% to $195 Monday after city analyst Jason Bazinet recommended investors buy shares, following a broad plunge in subscriber-based shares, reversing losses that at one point pulled shares down 27% this month alone to a two-year low of $170. Spotify has, of course, been making headlines for burgeoning boycott by musicians blasting the streaming platform's ongoing support for the Joe Rogan experience. Mm -hmm. So, Spotify is still down nearly 17% this month, compared to a 7% plunge for the S&P 500 as investors cashed out for the unprofitable tech stocks in anticipation of the Federal Reserve's looming interest rate hikes. That's a big portion of what's causing a lot of this fall, is yep. the looming interest rate hikes. Yep. So... I think I think that uh, so all of this shows that um, it, it's it's a perfect example of language statistics, mm -hmm. right? You oversimplify you oversimplify by by taking a tiny little like snapshot, what and and it try to help people ignore or like try not to show people the full picture because then that would you know show that it's not well quite that would it would expose this. what they were saying is completely nonsensical. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they they do that all the time. Oh, they now do. the big thing with uh, the big thing with uh, with Spotify and Joe Rogan is that. Um, like as much as you 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 feel like frustrated with like you know these big tech platforms like what are they gonna do are they gonna cave to the mob and you know all this kind of stuff and all that I mean you're also at, there's it's it's a weird it's a weird position that they're in because on the one hand they they knew what they were signing up for yep. when they, they got Joe Rogan they they also know that they they have to tread lightly because Joe Rogan mm -hmm. is kind of the big deal to their platform but not only that let's say let's say joe rogan let's say they piss off joe rogan and he decides to walk okay they're going to lose whatever he had mm -hmm. but they're also going to lose this is the, the the hidden cost of losing joe rogan is that all the people who once were watching uh, had a spotify account and mm -hmm. were there maybe for joe rogan or even not even for joe rogan might actually cancel their their um their accounts in protest yeah and so they have to weigh that. So they're they're in a, they're in a tough spot. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not terribly upset by their decision. I think it's like uh, of all the possible outcomes that they could have had, one. I think this is probably the mildest one. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, at least they did something. I don't I don't care. Like I mean, I mean, they're they have to make a ton of decisions. A lot of them are financially based yeah. and all that, but. I mean, I think this is probably the best thing that that mm. can come out of it. Well, and like I it's think not, that it's an like absolute joke. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it is a joke to like have this like concept of censorship, and mm -hmm. like what they were threatening to cut to ban or what they were saying that like this is not allowed. And it's like okay, COVID is a hoax. The amount of people that are saying that COVID is a hoax is a infinitesimally small group. Well, there are they're out there. They're You'll out find there, them pretty easily. but they're very yeah. very. It's the number is. Very small. The second one about promoting yeah. bleach, nobody does that. It was well, that a was... lie promoted by the media about a claim that Trump made, which he never said to do yeah. that. He said specifically yeah. it'll act as bleach to your cells. Yeah. I mean, I find that hilarious that they included that. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Come Absolutely on. Like, that was fake news, and you're putting it as part of your your actual write-up? I'm yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. You're actually putting it like we don't support fake news. So here's an example. Here is of a fake something. news that we are. Here's going a to fake news example we're going to use. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ugh, it's pretty dumb. Yeah, and then of but, course the uh, final yeah. one is like, yes, the vaccines were released to cause death. 
It's like, um, hmm. They're uh, how do you say this? Files for sure. Um, hmm. I think so, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna leave this one. Let this quote, one simmer. Quote. Yeah, I'm just gonna let this simmer and just like you know, like don't worry, YouTube. Safe <laughs> and effective. Safe and effective. Wink. Yep. Wink, wink. That's how we're That's gonna right. get you away got with that one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's cover yeah. the last story and then we'll cover the last. Can. Yeah, the last story. So this is again once we we have we've been doing this like once a show now. Uh, mm -hmm. This is the mm -hmm. I told you so segment. <laughs> because yeah. So, Pennsylvania court strikes down no excuse mail voting law. This is from CBS. Pennsylvania court on Friday struck down Act 77, the law that established no excuse mail voting in Pennsylvania, saying it violated the state constitution. The Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court said the state's constitution requires votes to be cast in person unless voters meet certain requirements. Shortly after the court's decision, a notice of appeal was filed to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, which leads Democratic. Uh -huh. In a statement Friday afternoon after that notice of appeal was filed, the Pennsylvania State Department issued a statement saying today's ruling on the use of mail ballots has no immediate effect on mail voting. Go ahead and request your mail-in ballot for the May primaries. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 14 Republicans uh, in the Pennsylvania House of Representatives sued last year, arguing that the law was unconstitutional. 11 of those GOP lawmakers voted for the Act 77 in 2019. Yeah. Basically... Well, all you need to know about the story, the Democrats all across the U.S. are trying to create ways to cheat. Yep. That's literally the best way to put it. I'm not saying that they're planning to cheat. I'm saying that they're trying to... to put the framework put, in place to make it so that cheating is basically a cinch. Yeah. I think, I think okay, Tim Pool had a really good way of putting this. I love the, the example he said. He's like, imagine living, you know, like you live in a neighborhood and all of a sudden your, your neighbor comes up, he's like, hey, how's it going, neighbor? Yeah, say, it's a nice day outside. You should really, like, open your windows and your doors. You're like, just leave them open. Actually, leave them open all night. I think it should be fine. Yeah. And you're like, what? Dude, that's really weird. Why are you asking me to do that? Like, oh, no reason. No, no reason. reason. Just You should just, just, you should just, just leave them open. Yeah? You know, like, that's suspicious. So what you want is you want to create a system that it makes it very difficult for any shenanigans to happen. Yep. Democrats, in and even that voting law, they, they got rejected, thank goodness, in uh, Senate. That, 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 that voting law was designed to make elections way less secure, way oh, less yeah. safe, and totally uh, revamp the system. Because the, what the problem is, ultimately what happens, the Democrats want to win, and they want to win so bad that they're willing to do anything it takes to make it yeah. easier for them to win. Basically, and by cheating if they have to. Well, yeah, by cheating and by destroying constitutional norms. Yeah. By making it so that it doesn't matter whether you're like in New York, in, I think it was in local elections for mayor, illegal immigrants, illegal aliens in the United States can vote in those elections. And mm -hmm. to add insult to injury, it's like, well, to add on to that, you don't need to have ID to vote. You don't need to provide ID when mm -hmm. you mail in your ballot. You don't need to prove that yeah, you are about... the one sending it in, and nobody's going to double-check or verify that it's you. Think about how insane that is, though. When you think about the idea of like having a legal immigrant 
like voting in your election. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to say that that's okay, why not let people from why, Mexico well, why does like, your country log exist? in and just vote vote for you? Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, like, you know what, let, let's let, like, the state of uh, Chiapas in Mexico, they can vote in whatever election they want. Like, you know what, mm -hmm. let, let's let the Russians go in, log in, and they can vote too and all that. I mean, let's let, like, like let's just let everyone in. Who cares at this point? Well, it would, it would turn, it would of, turn like, elections into voting. voting for American Idol, where you can call in a bunch of times and you can vote as many times as you choose as, as long as you Basically. call in. Basically. And it's like, Basically. that's not how the system works. Because those yeah. who are really passionate will just bomb the system. Mm -hmm. And like we already know that there's multiple cases pending about electioneering, about mm -hmm. ballot harvesting, and all yeah. like the Democrats want to make these things easier because they want to make it so that all elections in the future mm -hmm. are not based on American citizens, they're not based on informed citizens, they're based on well, as long as we can get as many people possible voting, it doesn't matter whether they're supposed to vote or not. It doesn't matter whether they actually have ID or they're actually yeah. that person. Mm -hmm. But we're going to get them to vote because we just want the numbers. I think the best the best possible example that really kind of if you want to if you want to see what is the the Democrats' philosophy on on like you know on, on elections and on on um, power. Just go to Kavanaugh. Look at what they mm -hmm. did with Kavanaugh. Look yep. at that whole little like circus Debacle. that happened there. They basically demonstrated Ooh. they will do anything, anything to win. Power. Anything, anything. It's like it's like Crowder said today. Like you know, what would Whoopi do for like a Columbine bar? It's like I would do anything. I would like kill my own grandmother for a Columbine bar. I would kill my dog for a Columbine bar. I would do anything for a Columbine. like it's not that it's it's comical, but yes. The Democrats have demonstrated time and time again they don't give a crap how much what they have to do. They will do anything to win. Mm -hmm. They are obsessed with power, and obsessed. that is dangerous. Big time. They're it's very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Crazy dangerous. And if you have people that are willing to cheat, murder, and steal to get power to remain in power, then. There needs to be serious steps put in place to stop that. Well, and this has historically always been the case. This is why why uh, kings, royalty, have always been a liability. Because you may have a legitimate successor, but all throughout history you have people who are willing to kill to the, the monarch powerful. in order to become the new yep. person in charge or to do all sorts of shenanigans. To to like, it, this is the problem. <laughs> With power, it's that power always, always lends itself to basically people with bad intentions mm -hmm. who are willing to do anything they can to get there. Get they do power. it, and communism yeah. was just as bad. Like, remember Lenin? Oh yeah, Lenin was originally the, the the at the head of the Communist Party in Russia, and then Stalin, who was way more power hungry, and more <laughs> willing more to evil. do anything he could, yep. way more willing to do anything he could to get that power, took out uh, Lenin. He took out Trotsky, and he took out all the major people. Yeah. And then he got the power. And he got so, the power and he held on there's to a it reason, for a long time and killed a lot there, of people. There's a reason why our democratic system is designed to protect us from that. Mm -hmm. People yeah. have forgotten that, which is why we're in this, this mess that we are in. Yeah. I, I'll always, yeah. so this is a bit of a buddy trail, but I'll always remember we went to <laughs> the park with my dad. And there was a bunch of people at the park. This was like right, right at the onset of like just at the summer when they had reopened the parks in 2020. Mm -hmm. And he asked the kid, mm -hmm. he's like, 
So I have a question for you guys. It's like, who do you think are the most evil people in here? Like, evil people ever. And this one kid was like Donald Trump, and he's like, shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the kids, are like, the kids are like Hitler, and he's like, well, that's probably a good idea. And he's like, what do you think about Stalin? And he's like, the kids are like, I don't know who Stalin is. And he's like, Stalin? Stalin, mm-hmm. by all accounts, is probably just as, or maybe even a little more evil than Hitler. They're like, he's more evil than Hitler? And we're like, yep. <laughs> Stalin was really nasty. He killed many more people, and he was Oh, uh, his Stalin was a. Oh, he was a. Really but like, they don't know ass. about Pol Pot. They don't know oh, about, about Mao uh, and Idi Amin from like Uganda. Yeah. Well, they don't know about we Mao. Were, the Chinese that, after dictator. they had after yeah. they had said after they had said Trump, we're like, okay, like let's have a legitimate talk with one like another parent. And he was saying, mm-hmm. I think that the parent was like Chairman Mao, and we're like, yeah, we can get on board with these names. <laughs> Like these people were genuinely nasty. Yeah, that's actually legitimate, legitimate names. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the thing is, like, um, I think people, like it shows how kids are easily influenced. Mm-hmm. If you really know about Trump, you know that he is by by no means by a, no a legitimate means. danger. He's 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 actually he's the least dictate dictatorial. Dicta- oh yeah, of any of the like any of the presidents that they've had in yes. a couple decades. Biden was way more dictatorial. Oh, he has been so dictatorial. And then so has Trudeau. Trudeau has proven that he is like a legitimate, he acts like a legitimate dictator. Yeah. And we're going to jump into the Freedom Convoy and everything that's about Justin Trudeau right away. Let's jump into the swamp that is Ottawa. The swamp (laughs) that is Ottawa. Okay, so first off, so as you probably know, there was a giant rally that happened on Saturday with a large number of freedom! people. Yeah, Freedom Convoy 2022. You. Yeah. So they may take is... our lives, but they'll but never, never take, take our freedom. freedom! <laughs> yeah. That's a great speech. What do we do now? Just be yourselves. Just be yourselves. <laughs> no, so this is a video of uh, the Saturday rally. So it is a much more honest depiction than what Global News has, because as I was saying earlier, uh, Global News specifically cuts out the road. Yeah. Which is fairly... So show, the, show the video will yeah, comment on video. it. Yeah. It's like a, it's a silent video, so it just kind of shows the picture. But uh, for those of you on audio, what they're doing, uh, they took a drone camera, a drone yeah. um, uh, overlay, and they went right across the main uh, grounds of Parliament, and it's yeah. just massively stuck with people. Mm-hmm. And it keeps going. Beyond yeah. like the main crowd... Then you keep going. You see the roads are packed with people. Yeah. They, they and just covered in trucks. Another mile. Yeah. All trucks, all people, all the way down. It is and they're still there. mind-blowing. Yeah. And they're going to be there for probably weeks because yeah. they, they are committed to taking mm-hmm. down Trudeau and all that. Yeah. Uh, so the media wanted to, like, you know, convince you that this was a small French minority. But then... They, what they don't tell you is that all the people there, this is the middle of winter. Yeah. It's like what, like minus 10, minus 20? Uh, I there, think it was like, minus uh, on, on Saturday, Saturday. I believe it was minus 23. Yeah. So imagine it's minus 23 and you still have that many people. Mm-hmm. Like that many amounts of people in that city, like, you know, like uh, populating the streets. Then you don't even count the, the, the cities all across Canada, including here in Calgary. Yep. I've heard reports of 10,000. Yeah. Last weekend. 
Mm-hmm. At uh, just in Calgary, Victoria had one. Vancouver had one. Had one at Edmonton, Edmonton had, had one. Had one. Yep. They had Toronto. They had like cities across. All and across then, the that country. Doesn't, that doesn't even count the people on the on the roadways, yep. all the way through the convoy that that were supporting them. Which so all, which one province banned? Yes, the they banned people supporting the truckers on the side of the roadways. Yeah. So so like I always like to say is that. Whatever you believe about these people, they, one thing that it's it's obvious they are not a, they are not small, and they're definitely not a fringe minority. They're populated by black people, by uh, Indian people, Sikhs, mm-hmm. Muslims, Asians. Christians, uh, Asians. Yep. Like bunch. there's people of all all kinds, everything all like faith that. All groups here. and racial identities. And because conservatives and typically don't care about such things. They really don't. They don't see color. They're like Martin Luther King. You know, they judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Um, the best thing about this weekend, and this is something I was really hoping for, is that I, I truly believe that the uh, the truckers and everyone there, everyone, all the protesters, they did a fantastic job mm-hmm. of keeping it peaceful, yeah. keeping it like on top. And they were there. They're, they did a great job. Now. This is what Trudeau did as a response, and this is how how he responded. Yeah. Like, go ahead, Stephen. Yeah. Well, this is not all he did. Like, there were yeah. some truckers which he basically I, th- I forget I think it was about fifty kilometers out of Ottawa, and mm-hmm. the RCMP blocked them off and barricaded them. And yeah, I remember like somebody putting out like an urgent request or like somebody needs to try and get through the RCMP blockade to send them food and oil and fuel. So that they can stay warm, otherwise they'll freeze to death mm-hmm. tonight. Like that's what this government mm-hmm. is doing. Yeah. But this is true. Stephen, response. I thought blockades were illegal and immoral. Like, isn't that what they said down south in the yeah. Coots border? So if anybody doesn't know, here in Coots, Alberta, on the border crossing, the truckers are blocking the roads, and they're like, everyone's like, "Oh my goodness, they're blocking! So evil!" And like, "Oh, the mm-hmm. RCMP are blocking. <laughs> Inconvenient." Anyway, yeah. what? Well. And, of course, the RCMP are doing the same thing in Coots, Alberta. They're mm-hmm. blocking them from getting fuel and food and water. Of course they are. And anything that they, they need. And so it's uh-huh. becoming a big problem. So it's, it's, a, it's a, you, know what, you know what the acronym for that is, Stephen? It's BAM! BAM. By any means necessary. Yep. B-A-M-N. Yeah. That's, that's the, the government's motto. Yes, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, so what did Trudeau say? Go for okay. it. Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau slammed protests in the capital city against COVID-19 vaccine mandates as an insult to memory and truth. Protesters Mm -hmm, are demonstrating mm -hmm. for a third consecutive day over a cross-border vaccine mandate for truckers imposed by the Liberal government. Ottawa police asked the public to avoid the downtown area on Monday, citing traffic, noise, and safety issues. Some downtown stores, including a shopping mall, will also be closed. Demonstrators at the so-called Freedom Convoy, thank you BBC <laughs> News for being putzes, thank you. have been yeah. mostly peaceful. No, they've been entirely peaceful, you liars. They've been completely looping peaceful. That, looping the Freedom Group with BLM is mm-hmm. just, it's just fake news. There's yeah. nothing other way, there's no other way to put it. It is fake news to say that yeah. this group is mostly peaceful, and then to also say that BLM is mostly peaceful. This group is entirely mm-hmm. peaceful, that group is mostly riotous. That was uh, fiery, but mostly peaceful. Yes, fiery, but BLM mostly group. peaceful. That's and right. the behavior of some members of the crowd has been strongly criticized by members of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Police have opened investigations into several reported incidents, including the footage of a woman dancing on the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Nazi symbolism has been seen on one flag. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, likening COVID health restrictions to Jews under Nazi persecution. Well, it's a pretty obvious comparison. Mm -hmm. Friends of Simone Weisenthal's Center for Holocaust Studies criticized the use of these symbols as a heinous form of Holocaust distortion. Trudeau said, freedom of expression, assembly, and association are cornerstones of democracy, but Nazi symbolism, racist imagery, and desecration of war memorials are not. The Prime Minister has, of course, refused to meet the process. Protesters. Uh -huh. Can I can I uh, do a, a, a quick drive? Can I do a quick drive by um, fact check on this? Just yeah, really quick. Um, okay. First of all, the desecration of the uh, war memorial. Yeah. What they're talking about? What actually happened? Is there was a video? People were dancing. They had music, and there was this lady who was pro clearly not from Ottawa. She's probably never been there. Who was dancing on what mm -hmm. like, just looked like a, a piece of like rock or whatever. But I guess it was supposed to be a, a tomb or something like that. And as soon as people saw that what she was doing, they said like, "Oh, get off of there!" And she quickly got off and yeah. just she just didn't really know what she was doing. Yeah. That is a desecration. It was an act of ignorance, not an act. It was of an act of ignorance, not an exactly, not like BLM. BLM does desecrate things; mm -hmm. they don't. Now the uh, Nazi flag, what and and the Confederate flag. Really quick drive by. We're going to cover these a little later, but yeah. really, what it is is. This is totally predictable. Even we called it. We actually, I actually expected this would happen. What happens is, if you don't know what happens in these kind of protests, uh, the liberal liberal groups that want to oppose and try to like, discredit these groups, what they will do is they will send someone yeah. in, usually with like some kind of symbol, to pretend to be part of the crowd, and then the media is all over it, like you know, like 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 uh, like wild dogs. In a piece of scrap of meat. That's what they do. Yeah. This was a. This was likely, likely a, a planned, a plant, a planned thing where the media knew there was going to be something. He's like, oh, by the way, get your cameras ready. There's going to be somebody coming by at this time. Make sure you get lots of pictures of that so we can use it for our own advantages. How do we know? Because both the guy who was in the, in with the flag and the guy with the um, with the Confederate flag, they both had masks on. They oh, couldn't be well, identified. They, they both had masks covering their entire flipping faces. Everything and gloves covering their hands. Yeah. And and because they covered this as well, they they only stayed for a tiny bit. Yeah. They were there and then they disappeared they quickly. Disappeared immediately. How was it possible that the media got, got 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 them so quickly? I mean, all of this really leads one to conclude the likelihood that these guys were like not part of the process, but we're, we're trying to discredit it, yeah. is insanely high. Mm -hmm. So our prime minister spreading fake news. Continue. Yeah. So this is not the story of our pandemic, our country, our people, he said. My focus is standing with Canadians and getting through this pandemic. But Candace Bergen, deputy leader of the Conservative Party, said the protesters represented millions who have had enough of lockdowns and broken promises. They deserve to be heard and they deserve respect. On Monday, Trudeau announced that he had tested positive for COVID-19, but is feeling fine, so that he would continue to work remotely this week or following public health guidelines. Yeah, that was mostly <laughs> because everybody criticized him because he said that he tested negative and is going to isolate. So he's like, oh, ah, I have a pos positive test. Yes, of course I do. Totally positive. I had a dream that I ran away and pretended to be a sick. <laughs> that I would have a positive COVID test. And that positive COVID <laughs> test would lead me to isolate so that I would not have to address the growing unrest in my nation. That's right. Here's the thing. Like, there's two possibilities. Either he's really sick or he's making it up. Neither one is good. Because yeah. if he's making it up, he's clearly a putz who's too, who's like, he's like, we will not cower. 
We will not surrender. We will. Um, you're, come on, you're like like from some undisclosed you're not location, but you're not. You're not. Show. You're not exactly Mister Hero here. Like you're hiding. But like that. Okay, so if so, either he's really sick. Oh, sorry. Either he's faking, or if he's really sick, that undermines his entire case. Yeah. He's like, you got three boosters. You, you still freaking got sick, and, and now you're telling people it. go get your go get more boosters. You're like, oh, so get the treatment that didn't work for you. Yeah, like that's the problem with this guy is he is he, he is an arrogant hypocrite. Oh, yeah. Can't even see how obvious his uh, hypocrisy is. But the thing, the thing is, this has all actually worked for in the favor of the protesters and the protest movement because the media and Trudeau have both shown oh, how dear. utterly arrogant and how utterly out of touch they are yeah. and how blatantly and, and willingly they are willing to lie mm-hmm. about people. And and the well, fact and that my nephew, being the fact that my nephew it. could yeah. see through it was like, oh, yes. Yeah, you go you go to any page, which is talked like any mainstream, like CTV, the Edmonton Journal or CBC, and they're talking about the protest. And people are like, you are liars. You know what happened. You deliberately lied to try and push a narrative. And that's every single comment. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember like a year ago, you'd go to a page like that and they'd be like, oh, why are we even like giving voice to these rate?" Like, I remember they were talking about the, the February protests that we went to. Yeah. And it was probably mm-hmm. about 50% of the comments that said, oh, yes, like everybody attending that protest was racist and white supremacist. And mm-hmm. now you have the growing unrest in Canada is now palpable. Mm-hmm. You, every single comment is, get out of here, you should be defunded, you bunch of lying hacks, let us, set Amen. us free. And I'm like, Amen. good. Mm-hmm. The voices in Canada are rising up, and this trucker convoy has helped significantly. However, this next story, or this next article we're going to talk about. So, Freedom Convoy organizers condemn media lies in first press conference. We're in this for the long haul. <laughs> We know that if we had invited the Toronto Star, CBC, and all these mainstream news organizations, they'd do what they always do. They'd come in with five people, and they'd have these giant cameras and take up half the floor space and bully everybody else. Yeah. So the leaders of the truck revolts... Yep, go for it. One thing I love to say, I love the the irony in this. It's so beautiful. Because the media has, for like years... Like they always reject. They, they they tell Rebel News, "Oh, you can't come in here." In like uh, TNC, like, "Oh, you can't come in here. Yeah. This is only for accredited media." I'm like, journals. I love the, the complete like switch. It's like, yeah. "Oh, you're you're like mainstream media. You are not allowed." Yeah, it's like, "Oh, no." I mean, but I like it because this is legitimate. They they they're not just like, "Oh, we hate CBC, so we're not allowed." It's like, no, they they ban them because of their coverage and because of their actions. So this is actually. Like, because of their own actions, they're not allowed in. And I love it. This is mm-hmm. exactly how we should be. Continue. Yeah. So the organizers of the Freedom Convoy held their first press conference on Sunday. Liberal media was banned from the event, for the, and the spokespeople made it clear that they have no intention of leaving Ottawa anytime soon. The counter-signal yeah. founder, Kian Bexis, asked the organizers how long they intended to stay in Ottawa. Co-organizer Benjamin Dichter replied, We're in this for long haul. We don't have any time limit. He joked about the days getting longer and it being summer soon, signifying the truckers will stay for as long as they must. <laughs> they even left money from the GoFundMe to provide resources to last well into 2023. That's true. That's one of the craziest things about mm-hmm. GoFundMe. A little update in case people don't know. Um, GoFundMe has not frozen the, the, the uh, uh, their funds. What they're doing is they're just... They're is liberal lie. They're they're literally all they're doing is go, is doing their due diligence. It's part of the international like laws about how you 
need to diverse funds. So that that's yeah. not that's a lie. That money is going to truckers, and it's mm-hmm. what's making it possible for them to do a long haul protest. Yeah. yeah. So many establishment media outlets have attempted to label the movement as violent or hateful. True North journalist Andrew Lawton asked the organizers to respond to claims that the protest is violent in the face of confirmations by the Ottawa police chief. The movement has been peaceful. They laughed, and Dichter mm-hmm. replied, "Fake news media." Cool yeah who set up the GoFundMe, which raised almost $10 million, said, we've been working toward, with local law authorities all across the way. They've been fantastic. <laughs> we got an escort from police through Ontario. Co-organizer Chris Barber said the group has been full communication, full support from law enforcement. One reporter mm-hmm. asked them to comment on fallacious claims from establishment reporters about the size. Dixter said about the media, I think it's a race to the bottom to see his reputation is going to be destroyed first. <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah, they're all horrible, all of them. They should be ashamed of themselves. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, like this is this image right here is a perfect demonstration. Mm-hmm. I think this is from another rally. This is not, but it works. But it totally works. So, of yeah. course, you see the majority of the crowd, like thousands yeah. of people, and they're like, "Yeah, love and unity and all these things." Hope and, and you know, say no to hate. Say no to hate. And then, of course, you have these four people. Just like in the mm-hmm. Canadian, they have the one person with the Confederate flag and one person with the Nazi flag, and yep. that's who the media focuses on. Yeah, and this is not this is not new. Uh, in the states, there was a, do you remember that Stephen? Where there was like a, mm-hmm. a the, gov- the race for governor, I think it was for Virginia or yeah. the one where um, that uh, yeah they, they had like those supposedly proud boys yeah. that showed up, and then they, people people showed, and then they found that out that they were Democrats. Actors, Democrat actors, and they were just pretending to be part of some hate group there. This is this is such a common thing. Yeah. Some people have even suggested, and for good reason, that some of the people at the uh, at that January six, like the you know the insurrection, well, like Ray Epps, Ray Epps, Ray Epps, he never he got charged. And it's obvious before, that it's like, yeah, we should totally breach the Capitol, and they're like, you're a Fed. Yeah. So it's like, mm, you probably are a Fed, dude. Yeah. So all the way through, the media has literally lost any credibility that they had mm-hmm. left. And it's and the thing is, now normally, you and I, Stephen, and a lot of people like us, we, we've known this for a long time. Oh, yeah. But it's hard to convince people. People are just like, nah, nah, you're just making this. Yeah. But the amount, because the amount of attention that's been on this and the amount, the, the complete and total disparity has really exposed the media. And the thing that, here's the thing that has made the biggest difference. People are becoming independent journalists. Yeah. So the media says one thing, but there are thousands of people on the ground Who in these rallies making videos, videos that show it's and there those videos are completely proving the the media wrong. Well, and, that, and that's so, why we great. go and interview people at protests. That's yes. the entire reason, so that we can tell their side of the story and not what the media wants to portray of these people. Exactly. Now, of course, yeah. we could not go to Ottawa because. It's a long way. You it's have a kids long way, and, and I have kids. I don't and have that much be, money. Oh, it would just be a giant kerfuffle. I would. It would have been amazing to go. Oh, I would love to. Love to have gone, but it just I mean, did not work out. There are countless people I've talked to that have said the same thing. They would have absolutely loved to go. There's trucker. Another thing, my mom was asking me about this the other day. Uh, she's like, "Why? Why is there not like you know?" Like it's like, oh, how, how is it that truckers were able to go? I'm like, well, because there's a lot of independent truckers that own their own trucks mm-hmm. yep. in Canada, which is why they were able to go. And and, and that's just the that's just the truckers that own their own they vehicles. Own their own trucks. Have, 
that aren't just now imagine all of the truckers that are like employed by a trucking company who don't own their own trucks who would have gone in a heartbeat Mm -hmm. if they could if they had the money and if they had their own vehicle like there's yeah it it's much bigger than you think and of course think of how many people would have shown up if flights if you didn't require vaccination to fly yeah because or if it was summer okay i'll just yeah if it was summer the size of that crowd would have been two to three times bigger if the Mm -hmm. unvaccinated from different parts of the country didn't have to convoy across to get there and if it wasn't such a big issue with weather because like one of the biggest reasons and a lot of trucks are having issues is that Mm -hmm. as they're traveling across the country they're facing temperatures of minus 20 to minus 30. And, of mm-hmm. course, vehicles have a difficult time starting. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of reasons why this is such an impressive movement. And they have mm-hmm. so many people against all odds and against so much adversity that has come their way. They still manage yeah. to go over to Ottawa. but And then, of mm-hmm. course, we're going to talk about the Nazi flag guy. So this is True North. Yeah, I we said everything we know so far about the Nazi flag guy. We said that there was someone with a Nazi flag and there was someone with a Confederate flag. And mm-hmm. they, the media focused. Media has not focused on the optimistic story about the truckers. The groundswell of support they received in the many communities across Canada who have united and rallied behind their cause. Instead, they chose to focus on two or three men carrying egregious flags. One of them was carrying a, a Nazi flag. Mm-hmm. Now, two or three men. Focus yep. on the thing there on the right, Stephen. He on the very right says, "Help us find this Nazi flag guy." Yeah. So True North started like, yeah, but like True North started, and they offered like thousand dollar reward for anybody uh, with information that might help them identify who this person is. And then other people had offered to add money to the pot. That's why it's sixty five hundred. Yeah. That's five thousand five hundred dollars from anonymous donors who, who wanted. Like this shows that people, nobody supports these guys. Yeah. Okay. Now, one thing is that first of all, the like the the whole story of the Nazi flag guy is that like there was a lot of speculation about whether or not he was there, whether it was Photoshop. But it sounds like he was there, mm-hmm. and that he was there for a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of time. time. It was like he was there for less than ten minutes, yeah. and then he left. Okay. Another thing about him is that um, uh, what do you call it? Like you know, these guys are impossible to identify. Mm-hmm. But that's by design, right? And so you you know that they clearly went in there. They just stood around. They never they never even like talked to anybody. They just literally just stood around and did nothing. So it's obvious that they were just doing it to to as a as a way of making a point, right? Now the 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 one I found really hilarious and insane was the 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 Confederate flag guy. That would just like I was like, are you are you idiots? Yeah. Like Confederate flag, sure in the states, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because that means something down there. Yeah, it does. In the U.S., it's people nuts. actually like legitimately. Oh, yeah, like, that was there were regiments in the in the United States military, as I think mm-hmm. as far as late as World War II, maybe the yeah. Korean War, in which they that, had the Confederate flag as their like platoon symbol. flag and symbol. And and like you can actually make a case that in, a, in a, an American rally, somebody who's like old school might bring a Confederate flag yep. to show their their pride in the South. Yep. Right? And like they have racial connotations. In Canada, that mean that symbol is meaning Isn't, freaking less. Yeah, it it no means nothing. I don't know anybody who like, you know, who who wants to or or would fly a Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. It's 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 insane that people jumped on this. And like, here's the thing. 
The, the uh, only time you I, I love how... better if Lagan Kenda is if somebody's doing a Dukes of Hybrid replica. Yeah, like something something silly like that. But here in in Parliament, they had a um, Q and A, and I think Pierre Polyev rightly pointed out he's like Justin Trudeau, uh, basically dressed in blackface, like several more times than he can remember. But yeah. that doesn't mean that the entire Liberal Party it's is racist. racist. Yeah. Just you know, just by, by the actions of one person. And yet he pointed out that they're accusing an entire group of people, thousands and thousands of people, of being racists based on the actions of two guys that clearly had nothing, yeah. zero to do with everyone. And uh, I think you have like one more picture and then yeah, we'll get into the video, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is, of course, a picture. So this is another so I don't know if you can desecration. Zoom in the, uh, yeah. Zoom into the top left. That's that's the that's the supposed like desecration that they yeah. talk about for Terry Fox. So uh, maybe you can explain here what, okay, what we're looking so at. The picture here is a picture of Terry Fox, who's a national hero, and he's holding a sign that says "Mandate Freedom" with an upside down Canadian flag. There are lots mm -hmm. of Twitter bots, Twitter people, who are saying there's some lines you don't cross. His statue is ruined for what purpose? I don't understand. He's considered a national hero for his bravery for putting a face to fighting at all costs. His yep. courage is something to be celebrated. This is awful. The question is, how is it ruined? Because they call this vandalism, remember? Yeah. They call this, like, Trudeau himself called it vandalism, acts of vandalism. Yeah. How is that vandalism? Mm -hmm. By the definition, literally, they, they never vandalized the statue. Now, by comparison, look at the statue on the right. Yeah. That's the statue of Queen Victoria. That is that vandalism? Hmm. Lying on the yeah. ground, spray paint all over it, mm -hmm. people spitting and, and tossing grass on it. Can't that seems it. like vandalism. Yeah. What about the statue below that? Like, you know, that's... Uh, that's, that's the uh, Terry Fox statue. Yeah. Or various There's Terry a, Fox statues, and they're adorning it with various gay pride. paraphernalia for gay pride. They're putting masks on it to try and, like, tell people to mask up. They're putting stuff for Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Like, don't try and act all high and mighty, because it just yeah. exposes how hypocritical and insane you are. And the media, it, the media they, they're, there's an the incredible double standard, of course. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem is that, like, it's becoming so obvious how blatant these lies are. Like, uh, one thing I've, I've said, and I've started to say this more and more because I, I need people to understand this. There, there is something, there's something that people aren't understanding. There's, there's such a thing as a compulsive liar, yep. somebody who you can't trust because every single time. You've gotten to know them. They've lied to your face, yeah. and then they don't repent. They don't change. And then, and and if you keep believing that person's lies, then that's on you. You're the yeah. fool for continuing to trust the person that continues to lie to you. Yeah. It's like the Charlie Brown and Lucy thing with the football. The fact that Charlie Brown trusts continues Lucy, to try and kick the ball, shows that, that he's he's really the fool. Yeah, he's a fool. He's incompetent. He's yes. trusting without a reason to do so. And of and course, this, in, these yeah. in these times, continuing to trust the liberal establishment, continuing to trust the mainstream media is mm -hmm. foolish because yes. you can, it doesn't, it takes more than you can count on your hand to see how many mm -hmm. times they've lied just in the past mm -hmm. month. True, uh, True North News uh, came up with an article saying 11 lies over the weekend that the media propagated. Yeah. And, and they, these are not even hard to debunk. Like I remember hearing just one. One that I heard this weekend, they, there was like a, a supposed story that a trucker ran a blockade in Ottawa. And then you find out that, no, that wasn't even close to what happened. What happened is 
like the tracker was moving for a legitimate reason. The police suddenly showed up out of nowhere and decided to, to create a human barricade for themselves. And then the tracker's like, whoa, what's going on? He had no idea what, what was happening. And then supposedly, then the word got out on Twitter, like, oh, this trucker was running a barricade and all that. So this is how easily and how yeah. how willing they are to lie. And the big thing is, when I, I was I was listening to Parliament, uh, like the talks by the conservative uh, MPs against the liberals. Mm-hmm. It was so, it, it actually got to the point where you're just like, I can't listen to these people, yeah. the liberals. They mm-hmm. lie to your face and, and like they, they lie without an ounce of shame. Making completely un, un completely like fake news things and all that, and, and and I mean they get called out on it, yeah. But they, they don't care. Don't They'll care. keep repeating the same thing. These are liars. So, yeah. and, I, and I'm not just like throwing accusations, like not slander and ad hominems. These are descriptive. These are legitimate. They are they they are knowingly lying at this point. Yeah. It's not a oh we didn't know. No, it's it's obvious now. It's very obvious. The conservatives Everyone calling it out on it. Everyone can tell. This is why it's good. So. Yeah. Okay. Get us to the next story. Get us to Tucker. Tucker. I love how they actually do call him Turdo in this article. Turdo. Yeah. Well, this 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 title was uh, chosen by the. It uh, was chosen by, by this the, guy Uro. By the guy who who put it up, but it works. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so, uh, this is this is a little uh, clip of uh, the what happened with the um, uh, the conser- the Confederate flag guy to yeah. show you that the 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 people at the rally had no support of him. Yeah. Okay. So here's Tucker. Yeah, that there was a racist in the crowd. Watch this. Yeah. You can see him. Full, full face mask. Yeah. And glasses. Uh, now he's going. Now he's gone. We called him out. He knows. Oh, yes. Yep. He's going to hold his head in shame now. Yep. Oh, it's so great. You'll notice in the shot, there's only one person who has his face completely covered, and he happens to be carrying a Confederate flag. Now, the crowd right looks at him and says, oh, wait a second. We know who you are. You're Ray Epps. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but we don't trust you in exactly the way the crowd in Washington the night before January 6th of last year said to Ray Epps, get out of here, Fed. <laughs> so the people on the scene didn't believe that guy was anything but a provocateur. Now, we don't know exactly who he yep. was. We'll let you make your own conclusions from Just that. Just stop there. Stop for a second. But we're supposed to believe that this... So so what this uh, what this shows, like, again, amazing that people on the ground are showing you videos like this and all that. But, like, anyone who is intellectually honest, not who, who's not close-minded, doesn't mm-hmm. want to, like, wants to believe, like, the media at all, all costs, anyone who's open-minded and who's honest can see that and see clearly... This guy is not part of the crowd. Like I, I saw videos of hundreds of thousands of people all over the all over the crowd. Not one of them not was one. even wearing a mask, uh, like yeah. a, even a bandana. Nobody. Yeah. And yet you have one guy showing up with clearly a an, an, a, a controversial flag, and he's not even proud of it enough no. to show us show his face. This is clearly not not he's not part of the crowd. Yeah. So. Please, if you if you hear someone say, "Oh yeah, there was Confederate racists," you know, at the at the rally, like kindly tell them, "You're an idiot." There You're wasn't, an idiot. and and he was media. not. And not stop believing lies. Like yeah. don't 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 spread gossip. Yeah. So now this last part uh, of, of this thing with Trudeau, um, I love it because what happens is Tucker basically like points out in a very humorous way, which I laughed so hard and I loved it. He points out in an incredibly humorous way. 
um, the, 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 basically the, the hypocrisy, hypocrisy of Trudeau. Of, of Trudeau. So go ahead, Steve. Yeah. One guy in the full face mask with a Confederate flag proves the entire protest is racist. I don't know if you can full screen it. Justin Trudeau has every reason yeah. to run away like a terrified wuss that he is. It was. Who exactly was that guy holding the flag? And where is Justin Trudeau right now? Hmm. It's not clear where he was broadcasting from this weekend, but what is clear is that unlike Saddam uh, and Mark Gaddafi, <clears throat> we're never going to be able to find out. Now, you think to yourself, in a democracy, you should know where the head of state is, right? Don't you have a right if you're a mm. voter? Shouldn't Canadians have a right to know where he is? It'll yeah, but important. it doesn't matter because Justin Trudeau can hide anywhere. He's a master <laughs> of disguise. Really Any is. place in the world, Justin Trudeau could blend in and you'd never know it was him. <laughs> and to prove it, so we're going to show you a series of photographs right now. All of them are real and all of them depict the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. So yeah. here he is. Looking very much not like a French Canadian, well, looking pretty be, yeah. dark actually. This is an yeah. Arabian Night themed gathering when he was a high school teacher. Oh, he's got blackface mm -hmm. on. Interesting. Oh, and here he is blending in convincingly as a Bollywood star in India, <laughs> hands grasped together in reverence and prayer. Here he is flanked no, by okay. his new countrymen. They have no idea they're in the presence of a Canadian politician. That's mm. how convincing Justin Trudeau is when he decides to play dress up. They think Where's he's the one of them. I love samosas, Justin says. We do too, said the <laughs> Indians. They have no idea they're talking to a uh -huh. Canadian. But when he's not and fooling people in India, up. he's fooling Native Americans. And yes, there is a difference, bigot. Not all Indians are the same. <laughs> Here's Justin Trudeau wearing the traditional headdress of one of Canada's mm. many indigenous tribes. Like the always got the little red dot on his chin. Justin Trudeau will rip your heart out, ladies. <laughs> and yet, what's this? Is that Clark Kent of Superman fame? No, once again, it's just Justin Trudeau. Oh. He can impersonate fictional characters. Here he is looking like a <laughs> stranded pilot in the desert from one of the Star Wars movies. He could literally be hiding on a soundstage in Hollywood as we speak. He could even be on a ranch, as these pictures demonstrate. Mm. Look at that hat. Unbelievable. As long yeah. as no one hands him a gun or asks him where food comes from, that's a convincing rancher right there. So, yes, Justin Trudeau can change far more than his skin color. Get a close look. If you see this man in any of his various disguises, do not approach him. He might Dangerous. be hiding in a nondescript cabin in the middle of nowhere, but he's very much in control of Ottawa, at least for the moment. Chris Amen. Bar Amen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like like in Canada, this has been the norm. We call him Mr. Dressup. Yep. Because he has embarrassed Canadians all right. over the world. And, of course, Mr. Dressup was a... Famous Canadian child yep. TV show host. Oh yeah, but I Justin Trudeau. A lot. Justin Trudeau is a he's a, he is legitimately a Canadian disgrace. Oh he is. Now the big thing is that um, um, like I you saw them you saw him there in the cowboy wear with uh, Mayor Nenshi. The thing is, both Mayor Nenshi and Justin Trudeau. Are two of the most hated people here in here in Calgary. Ugh. People hate them where they passion, and there's a good reason why. Whenever he comes, he tries to keep his visits secret. Last time he came to Alberta and to Calgary specifically, he didn't announce. It was it. a secret visit because he knows how hated he is in, in the city. Yeah, uh, Calgary hates them where they pass, and for good reason. Oh yeah, he hates he it's he makes 
his uh, hatred of no, Alberta. He makes no attempt to hide that he hates Alberta. He basically forgot, conveniently, to mention Alberta in the 150th anniversary of Canada Day. Yeah. Like, Albertans never forgot. I'm like, no, yeah, we, we know what never you did. You, you, yeah, yeah, the guy. But, yeah. So here's um here's this a tweet that hilarious. came up. Sure. Liar.com just donated $42,000 to the Freedom Convoy Canada 2022. Go fund me. That's awesome. Liar.com is owned by Mm -hmm. Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Liar.com now redirects to the wiki page of Justin Trudeau. It's. It does. Go, 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 go right now. Go to your browser. Go to your browser and type in (laughs) liar.com. I was like, yes. Love it. Love it. Liar, liar.com. Click. Where are we going? Where are we going? Look at video. Oh, video. oh <laughs> unfortunate. How unfortunate. <laughs> but hilarious. Oh, it's so good. That's, that's a classic troll. Great. Oh, it's such Great a job. classic troll. And mm-hmm. of course, as a result of the trucker convoy and the massive sport that has gotten across Canada, there are mm-hmm. some provinces that are changing their ways. Uh, the yeah. biggest news is, of course, from the Montreal Gazette that Premier of Quebec, Francois Legault, drops idea of anti-vax tax, citing need to preserve social peace. Yeah. You think it was unpopular? <laughs> a little bit unpopular? <laughs> yeah, a little bit unpopular. And then, of course, Saskatchewan yeah. announces end of vaccine passport. Thank truckers. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Both you these, should. I, we totally recommend you guys, uh, you know, check out these these articles. Uh, the links are all links can be found at uh, theshrewdnews.com. And of course, uh, in the description of the video. Yes. Um, so, uh, well, like just just so you know, a lot of people have asked me in the past. Uh, a lot of times, Stephen does uh, smaller clips. Yeah. Of these videos, those and smaller clips won't have the, won't the, have the links. links. So the links will you'll all have to look be at the on big video. The epi- the main episodes themselves. So, unfortunately, yes. if you're on YouTube, you'll have to go to Rumble, BitChute, or YouTube. Or just go to the shrewddudes.com. It's all on there. too. Yeah. It's competition, man. It's competition. (laughs) But here's the big thing. So a lot of people were were asking, like, you know, what did this accomplish? Oh, nothing changed. Well, it accomplished a lot of things. One, obviously, here's some big changes. Like, you know, like uh, like it's not it's not unreasonable to believe that these changes were legitimate. Legitimate, like, you know, like uh, a response of the the convoy and the, the support of the Canadians. Two. It it demonstrated how utterly corrupt and un, un um, dishonest the media is, and people have seen that all across Canada. Three, it exposed the liberals for being the complete and total um, out of touch, um, you know, ivory it's, tower yeah, ivory people tower that they are, hacks. because it shows how much they despise the middle working class. They hate them, and this this really showed and exposed them <coughs> for who they are. Another reason, another thing that people may not know, this inspired um, all sorts of protests across the world. Australia started mm-hmm. their own convoy. They went to their uh, capital and oh, they're protesting of right now. Dozens had their own convoy. It was crazy. It was like very, yeah. very cool to see. And of course, now they're starting to see the same thing happen in the States. Like yep. it's not as big as in Canada, nope. but I think nope. the last time I checked, it had like 100,000 people in their group. Yep. And, it's and, like, and- go for it, guys. Go all like, over Europe too. There's we're, pl- we're right a, behind a whole bunch you. of places. Of places in Europe are doing the same thing. Uh, I know Denmark had one, and um, they're doing one in the UK. Like like people all over the world. Um, Canada. This is one of the proudest moments of Canada. 
Yeah. Canada has I was I was Canada. contemplating Canada. flipping the flag over, but I'm going to wait to flip it over until like if the restrictions are all lifted, I'll flip it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm waiting until that point cuz yeah. like I said last like I said on Thursday, if we get complacent, if we just say this is a one and done thing, then they'll mm -hmm. keep these lockdowns for as long as they want. We have to ride this wave, we have to keep it going, yeah. and we have to yeah. make sure that this momentum spreads across yeah. Canada, across the United States, and across yeah. the entire planet. Yeah, the big thing I would say is that the biggest change, uh, I mean, uh, uh, these are all like obviously like very visual changes, but the biggest change is two, two things. One, you have to remember, this is an information war that mm -hmm. we're in. This is an information war between the truth and lies. And right now, uh, a lot of people are, are really starting to wake up. People that, that used to be silent, that I normally would never hear talking about this, suddenly posted things that, mm -hmm. like, I never, like, oh, like, the good good for you. You're yeah, actually sharing things. And secondly, people are becoming braver. And I encourage you, be brave. Like, don't hide anymore the fact that you are not supportive of these things. There are a lot more people out there than you think. And if you're friends, if you're surrounded by a whole bunch of people that think you're an idiot for believing that this is all a lie and, and that the government's lying to you and that there's a lot more to the story than you think, then you, and I don't mean this in a mean way, I say you may actually need to find a different group of friends yep. legitimately because but what happens is if you surround yourself with people who hate you for thinking differently, you're going to believe and you're going to like you shrink away. But if you if you discover new people, new groups, and new you'll connections, find, well, you'll, you're going to find, find yourself different inspired. data sets, and you will find boldness. Yes, you will. I like, encourage you. There's we, lots we have, of groups out there. We have there. a lot of respect, of course, for our friend Chad, who stood up even in his friend group where they basically all kicked him out and left him. Respect. And he said, no, I'm going to stand up for what I think is right, regardless of what you think. And if you abandon me, then unfortunately, so be it. You weren't really my true friends. Yeah, you were just my true friends. friends. You were just there because we agreed, yeah. and because we had ideological similarities. And it's like, yeah. Chad came back to us because he's like, yeah, like we've had ideological similarities, but you never cared. Yeah, you were always there, and we're like, yeah, and we always will be. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I'm encouraging everybody. Like, uh, there, the information is out there. People are mm -hmm. out there, and if it's it, it, it you need to find like-minded people. And I'm not saying echo chamber. I'm not saying mm -hmm. just uh, the void talk of the other group. But remember that the one side, they're all about censorship. They they hate they hate different opinions. They will shout you down, mm -hmm. and they will they they will you know like threaten you with uh, all sorts of like you know like um, like you know extortion, right? Yeah. That's they're not they're not being honest, oh. and so you don't have to cave to people like that. This is why I love this movement, and another reason why I love this movement is because Aaron O'Toole has really shown that he is so out of sync with his mm -hmm. own party that yeah. a ton of his own MPs have completely broken rank and full-on supported the convoy. Even Aaron O'Toole didn't do it, and I think it's going to cost him. Well, Aaron O'Toole did it late, and Aaron O'Toole did it loosely poorly. and softly. Poorly. He actually suggested that they should have vaccine clinics along the route. Ugh. It's like... Talk about being a completely out of touch person. Like you don't, yeah. you clearly don't understand anything. Well, yeah, about this, and like, does uh, he? He has not adjusted for mm -hmm. who he's talking to. Like, one one thing of credit that I'll certainly give to Trump is that Trump doesn't bring up the vaccine anymore when mm -hmm. he does his rallies. He's just like, this is a losing point for me, mm -hmm. and he's like, I'm proud of it, but 
whenever I talk about it in rallies, they boo me. Yep. They boo me at my own rallies. Yeah. Booers. So somebody who is on top of things, of course, is Pierre Polyev, and Pierre Polyev has mm-hmm. been someone that we have been a big fan of. I, I really do admire this guy. Oh yeah. I have lots. As even as the National Post says, he's intelligent, talented, experienced, and media savvy. Mm-hmm. So he's an old 16th century. There's an old 16th. He's not an old 16th century proverb. <laughs> but there he's is an old 16th forever. century proverb that goes, never mention rope in the house of a man who has been hanged when it comes to the current state of Aaron O'Toole's shaky relationship with his conservative caucus. It appears mm-hmm. that everything but the hangman's rope has been accounted for. O'Toole is fading, facing a vote on the fate on his fate as conservative leader Wednesday, which is tomorrow. There were reports that 35 signatures had been collected on Monday to force the leadership review, and as many as 63 caucus members willing to vote against him, according to the Globe and Mail, which would knock O'Toole off his perch with a simple majority and trigger a leadership campaign. I don't know anyone who thinks he can survive, an unnamed source told the Toronto Star. There are enough people who just want him gone, an environment Mm -hmm. where loose lips sink ships. Some conservatives are clearly getting ready to damn the political torpedoes. The conservative leader isn't backing down without a fight. There are two roads open to the Conservative Party of Canada. O'Toole Road on Twitter. One is the road of Randy Hillier and Derek Sloan. It is angry, <laughs> negative, and extreme. It is a dead right. end, one that would see the Party of Confederation become the NDP of the right. The other road is to better reflect the Canada of 2022 to recognize that conservatism is organic, not static, and that a winning message is one of inclusion, optimism, ideas, and hopes. My That's goodness. A, this is a joke. I mean, like, can I get a refund? Can I get a refund for this yeah. guy? Like, seriously? What a joke. What a joke. What a joke. This guy was a complete joke. Like, he really was. Like, I had I had high, high hopes for him in mm-hmm. the leadership race. He, he, he seemed to show... Well, like, when, um, he, was, when he was doing yeah. the conservative leadership race, and we covered this way mm-hmm. back when, even when we were doing, yeah. like, coverage on the rally and the debates, he, like, his entire platform was that he was the true blue, that he was ran, mm-hmm. running in opposition to Peter mm-hmm. McKay, who was running... The exact platform that Aaron O'Toole's running right now. Inclusion, optimism, ideas, and hope. Yeah. But Aaron O'Toole completely flip-flopped and he said, Nope, I'm going to run on everything that I promised against. I'm going to stand against all the conservative positions that I promised to uphold. And I'm going to become liberal lights. And that's what the conservative party is going to become. And up until Mm -hmm. basically the election and a little bit after, anyone who opposed him was kicked out. shut down. Yeah. It's a power move. It was entirely a power move, and it was disgusting to see. Yeah, I mean, I said, I said on my uh, my own Facebook, I said like, like, and I mean, I, I meant it. I mean, I said like, I will never actually vote for a conservative party with this no. man on the helm. No, I will. I, I just like he he has shown nothing that makes him worthy of being being chosen. And the th- and the thing is, I find it amazing that they consider him like they they like to uh, at to call themselves and say that, oh, the last election was a, a complete success because we stopped Trudeau from getting a majority. No. I'm like, that is not a success. You're yeah, supposed to win. Failure. You didn't move at all. You didn't change seats. Like, that is not a success. And the idea that you think that, like, like, it, like the last election was a lost opportunity. Legitimately was. There was so much momentum, so many things that were showing that were going against Trudeau. And they couldn't capitalize because he had completely betrayed his space. Yes, there was a lot of people who voted for the PPC. I love the PPC. I think they're a better party. But like honestly, he could have done so much better because he's he, he just he, he has this losing strategy of we need to betray our base 
in order to get new people. But yeah. the, that never works because you betray your base. Your base doesn't vote for you, and then you don't end, you don't end up winning over no. the other no. side. And the problem is right now is that this this man is 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 killing the conservative movement yes, he entirely. Is. He's going to be like the NDP. Yeah, the NDP under Jack Layton was actually quite quite inspiring. A lot mm-hmm. of people, even if, even if they didn't vote NDP, had a ton respect of respect for, for yep. Jack Layton. He was a respectable man. I believe that if Pierre Polyev takes control of the conservatives, oh, he will he will garner win. respect yep. from a lot of people who may not like conservatives but like him because yep. he is a smart man. When well, he, responds he, would, he would garner respect from that, those group of people, and he would also garner respect from those who left the conservative party to vote PPC. Yeah. Like, there would be, like, as sad as it would become, the PPC, like, what, they got 800,000 in the last election. If Pierre Polyev won the conservative leadership race and he was the nomination, Mm 800,000 would probably go down to 400,000. Yeah. Like, that's how big the support is for Pierre Polyev. And I don't know exactly how many votes they had. I think it was around 8 million in this past Mm -hmm. election. It would probably go up to a 9 or... Nine and a half. Yeah. One of the things that I love about uh, Andrew Shear and the reason why I was actually mm-hmm. excited for that election is how how well he answered he he held like he mocked Justin Trudeau at Parliament. Oh. There, he has brilliant, brilliant like, lines. takedowns. He was so good. That one about uh he's like, you know, if the if the Prime Minister really loves like you know, like hand me downs, I have a great, great minivan, minivan that I'd love him. to sell him, you know, like yeah. and, and like even the speaker was like, "Okay, I know we liked you know a little humor and all that, but he's like, maybe we got to keep it on on a down low." But I was like, yeah, even he found it funny. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, that was good. That was good." Pierre Polyev, he he he's is he is ten years. times better. He is ten times better ten times. than even Sheer. Like the way yeah. he responds to people is gold. Well, it's gold. Pierre Polyev he, is like he's been like the and one of the things that probably was the downfall of Sheer. Was that when Sheer became the leader, Sheer mm-hmm. had he had the role of I need to main sh- make sure that I don't come off as inflammatory or derogatory or have or like even like the slightest bit extreme. Yeah, because he was formerly he was the leader of what was it? He was the the Mister. Sp- he was the speaker. All right. Yeah, he was. He was the speaker of the house. And so it's like, well, he can't be biased. He can't be extreme. And so that's how he guided his campaign. Pierre yeah. Polyev is just like, I don't care. Yeah. Who cares? Like, people know no, me. He, like, people that support me will support me, and people that don't won't. But and he's he also... Does not make, he doesn't make any decisions based on that. He's also legitimately qualified, because uh, like like Stephen Crowder... Like, no, Stephen Crowder. Stephen um, Harper, before him. Like, Stephen Harper was an economist. Mm-hmm. He knew all about, you know, like, how to, how to like, like run an economy, how to actually balance a budget, all that kind yeah. of stuff. He knew how to make deals and how to like negotiate with people. Yeah. Pierre Polyev, if you listen to him on any of the uh, the financial uh, uh, you know issues that happen in the house, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. Back I learned so much critic every time I listen to him. Removed. Man, like he's brilliant. This guy. That was and one like of the dumbest things that like, O'Toole did was uh, he, like, when he removed him as finance critic. Yeah, he demoted him, right? Yeah, because yeah. he, he was like, getting some people suggested that they, 
he was. And and Aaron O'Toole was getting like you know like over, overlooked. And I mean, people, there's there's a legitimate thing. Like people went to Ottawa and asked people like, what do you think about like Aaron O'Toole and in his his uh in his role? And they're like, Aaron who? And I mean, like that's perfect. That shows nobody even knows who he is. That's how invisible Aaron O'Toole is. Yeah. And the fact that Aaron O'Toole is a I will do and say anything in order to get power. That's yeah. pretty much Aaron O'Toole's mm-hmm. uh, entire yeah. entire uh, philosophy. Stick. Whatever will get me, what uh, won't get me canceled, but will get me like you know maybe some some uh, positive so, spin yeah. or something like that. Like he, like yeah, he's he's legitimately. I don't think the conservatives will ever win under Aaron O'Toole. No, they will never win. And yeah. Now I don't know what happened last time. Pierre Polyev said he wouldn't run. I heard I heard rumors that maybe somebody was blackmailing him. I'm not sure if that was true, uh, but whatever happens, I, I truly do hope that he if he if, yeah. if he's um, nominated, I think he would be great. I think he's the obvious choice. Let's hope so. Oh yeah, let's definitely mm-hmm. hope so. Okay. All right, that is going to be the end of today's show. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you're following us on our video platforms, then please like, share, comment, and subscribe. All that jazz. Uh, yeah, some of them don't, don't allow you to. Um, some of the platforms don't allow you to um, to like. But uh, if if you can, like, leave us a five star review. That actually helps. Yeah. Like, you know, our our podcasts get more uh, more views. Yeah. Um, also, like, you know, just smash the like button. I mean, I, I know it's silly, but <laughs> like, I, I, well, whatever. Like, you know, like you know, touch your, you know, like can. Compress a button to make that uh, smash. I mean, that I, I actually found out, like, yeah, that actually really does change the amount of like your your um, videos shared and all that. If you think that we do a good job, feel free to share it. Uh, share it on Facebook or anywhere else. Like, Steve is just having a little connection over there. I'm just but because uh, it's just like one sentence. Some pages don't have like buttons, but smash the like button. <laughs> <laughs> make oh, your own Danny, like button. You're funny. You're funny. <laughs> I try. I try. If you cannot like, then please comment. And if you don't want to comment, then just subscribe. Or just share. Share yeah, the, the share, video. Because share the video. Not... Share the podcast. Get the information out because, you know, we think we make fairly good content and we're only getting better. Yeah. We're trying to be informative so, and all that. So yeah. and that's that's it. We're, we're trying to be part of the solution. And if you want to be part of the solution, like, you know, like share information if you think it's valuable. And if you think it's going to help people maybe learn a little bit more. So, yeah. Information but, uh, sharing. Thank you for watching. Caring. Yes, yeah. right. As we always say here at the Shrewd Dudes, why be rude? I love you. You love me. We're a great. Oh, that's not the one. We oh, don't say right. that. No, no. Okay. no, no. <laughs> we say why be rude when you can be shrewd. I was tempted to be rude there, but I decided to be shrewd. <laughs> because he's a shrewd man, right yeah. there. <laughs> all right, we will see you all on Thursday. Have a great couple days Thursday. until then, and of course, God bless. Good night, everybody.